From the American Academy of Dermatology, welcome to Dialogues in Dermatology. I'm Dr. Ben Stoff, Editor-in-Chief. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to Dialogues in Dermatology. This is Terry Cronin, the President of the American Academy of Dermatology for 2023, and I am so happy to be here with my Vice President, Rob Kersner. Morning, Terry. It's great to be here. Thanks for spending some time doing this today. <laughs> well, Rob, what we're trying to do is kind of introduce ourselves to the Academy this year so people get to know us. One of the things that they may not know about us is that we did our residency together. And you were my senior resident to my junior resident. And I learned so much from you. And I've always been impressed by you. So we can really blow smoke at each other on these microphones all day. But I had so much fun learning with you at the University of Miami, and it's such a pleasure to be together in leadership, to lead the academy, and it just seems almost magical. Well, one thing I think we learned about each other back then was uh, we both shared a great passion for dermatology. You know, we loved learning. Uh, nothing was more important when we were in training than to acquire as much information and knowledge as we can. When you learned something, you told me. When I learned something, I told you. And that led to 25 years of friendship and camaraderie and a great trust in each other, which I think is going to serve us great as you being president and me being vice president this coming year. So true. And, you know, we had a lot of fun and we're looking forward to having a lot of fun with the academy this year in leadership. Rob, you're the chair of the University of Miami. It's really amazing. It's really an incredible accomplishment, and, and you're so deserving of it. I am always in awe of your brain. But uh, tell us a little bit why you got into dermatology. I always love the origin story of my superheroes. I am very fortunate because I went to medical school in Miami, and they had a great derm department there, and then trained in Miami, and, and then was able to kind of go through the whole process and rise up, and now being uh, chair. So it's been a very fulfilling career and a very fulfilling journey. But I knew in medical school that I wanted to be a specialist. I wanted to have a depth of knowledge about uh, an area. And uh, I looked at uh, several different specialties. University of Miami has a great ophthalmology program. I looked there. We had a great dermatology program. I looked there. I looked at several different areas. And what I really liked, as what many people do about dermatology, is it's important to patients, they see their disease. It's not hidden. It's not, they, you can evaluate disease. You don't have to measure it indirectly, like blood pressure or a liver function test. And you can see your uh, results of your uh, therapy. Uh, if somebody doesn't get better, you can't fool them and say, oh, you're better when they clearly see that they still have a rash or <laughs> still have a, a tumor. So I think that's been very attractive. And then also the idea that dermatologists were happy. Whenever I met dermatologists at the University of Miami, those were who came in from the community, practice, practitioners, or those on faculty, they were happy to be dermatologists. They were in, enjoying their career and enjoying their life. And I think that's kind of what we want to make sure we continue and make sure that the environment is right for not only people today, but people tomorrow, dermatologists today and tomorrow, to continue to have a, both a successful and a fulfilling career. You know, just listening to you just gets me so fired up. You're so right. And, you know, the, the idea that professional burnout is on the rise, to think that dermatologists are having struggles with this is, is, is unbelievable. And I, I do think that dermatology is the place where you should find joy in caring for your patients. And we want to make sure that we protect that. 
you know, Rob, you've mentored a lot of people. Can you talk a little bit about mentorship and all the, I mean, it's almost like family. You know, I think we trained under Bill Eaglestein and the faculty at the University of Miami. So it's like a family kind of thing. But now you're like a patriarch of a family. Tell us about that. Well, when residents train with us, we have a very broad view of success, what success means uh, to the department and to our individual trainees. So some people would say, well, I'm in an academic institution, so I want all my trainees to be academicians. Or I do research, and I want all my trainees to, to do research, or I want them to look like me and act like me. That's not how we define success. What we try to do is put people in a position in whatever they do, whether it's in practice, in industry, in academics, whether they're doing research or advocacy, we try to empower them to be great at it, to be the best that they possibly can be so that they can serve their patients and serve our field and advance the care of patients today and tomorrow. So we have a very broad view and we developed a, a mentorship program around that concept that we want to make people impactful in their careers and we want to support them. We say that 90% of the training for everybody is the same, but 10% is personalized to whatever they're interested in or whatever direction they want to take their career. And I think the idea that you can set up an environment that fosters that is very familiar to you and I because we know the academy. That's what we're going to try to do, continue to do with the academy to make sure that wherever you're coming from and joining the academy, whether it's at the annual meeting or other events or participating in the academy, that it's a place where you can find the home where you can continue to be successful. Boy, Rob, I'm getting inspired just listening to you, and I, I think you're the right person at the right time to help lead us on and it's just wonderful. I did want to say that, of course, you were a, a great mentor to me. And I, I don't know if everyone knows my dad was a dermatologist and my niece is a dermatologist. I feel like a family of dermatologists. Um, but when I went to medical school, I had this belief that my dad, you know, my dad was great and cool and everything, but I didn't know enough about medicine. So, so I thought maybe I should look around and see what's out there. And, and the truth is, as we all know, nothing measures up to dermatology, you know? So I, I did my best in my classes and, every, and everything, but nothing seemed to resonate like dermatology where we can do it all. We can be a regular doctor with our patients. We can be a surgeon. We can diagnose disease under a microscope. We bring the whole breadth, the whole spectrum of the art and science of medicine in dermatology. And that's really what we're all about, and that's what we're going to be promoting here at the Academy. Not only the art and science of the breadth of dermatology, but the inspiring things that Rob was saying is that we, how can we help our members excel? Well, I think that you and I kind of represent what the Academy means or does. And what I mean by that is we trained together, and obviously we, we formed a great friendship, and, and we've carried it on. But then, after training, I stayed in academics at the exact same place that I trained, and you went into practice. And then th through the last 25 years, each of us took a different path, but now we're together again in academy leadership. So the path to leadership, the path to involvement, can take many different ways in the academy, and I think that really is, speaks to that the academy is really a place for everyone and you know you, that you can find a home regardless of what your career may look like. You don't have to be one type of person or another to find a home in the academy. 
Rob, you're so right. And gosh, I'm going to let you continue. I want to ask you, is there one thing that you want our members to hear? One last thing that you think our members need to know about what we're going to do while we're leading in this year, 2023 to 2024? There are so many things that I'd like them to know, but I think first and foremost is that as we think about any decisions, we are going to look through it the lens of the member. And we're going to say to ourselves, how does this decision help our membership? That has to be crystal clear because we are working for them. And I think that Together, of course, you're going to be leading, and I'm going to be right a half step behind you on your side, and it's going to be a great pleasure. But I'll be whispering in your ear, let's make sure that this helps our membership. And I know you will, and I know that your focus is going to be laser-focused on making sure that our members can practice dermatology in a way that they can continue to be successful and they can have both a fulfilling and successful uh, career and to help take care of our patients in the best possible way. Rob, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being vice president. I'm so honored to have you and to lead this august organization. We will be laser focused on helping our members succeed. With that, I want to thank you all and I want you to stay passionate about dermatology. Thanks again for tuning in to another edition of Dialogues in Dermatology. For more dialogues, subscribe to us through the website of the American Academy of Dermatology, then link your subscription through your favorite podcast app. Remember, the subscription is free for residents. New podcasts are released each week in addition to free special bonus episodes. You can also listen to dialogues online through the AAD website. Thanks again for listening.